he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Guys, we have a lot of creeps and I am excited. The first one's my favorite one. The fact also too, like we haven't discussed this yet. So I'm just like excited to get into it and break down the nitty gritty. Go ahead. Okay, so first and foremost, we have an update on Greg Sadboy Grippo's relationship status. That's one. But two, if you've been actively following the She's All Batch podcast, I feel like every single week it's like mm-hmm. a roller coaster of what yeah. Greg's relationship is because one day he's sending flowers to Paris, the next day he's searching for a lover to give a fish bracelet to. So I've I've kind of um backtracked on my confidence yeah. in us knowing what his relationship status is until, until now. now. He's confirmed. So Greg confirmed that he is, in fact, a taken man. He went on Talking It Out, which is Mike Johnson and Brian Abasolo. Is that how you say his last name? Yes, their podcast. And opened up about Clements and their Paris long-distance relationship. And I'm going to play the clip of what he said, and then we need to unpack everything. Are you dating right now? Yeah, you know what? I uh, am. I am. found someone that i've been dating uh she was in paris though so uh-huh. long distance up. okay yeah it's, it's been tough you know there's a six hour time difference yeah. uh i wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone how hard it is but you know what i'm uh i'm a sucker when it comes to like you know what when you find like a good woman it's it's you know sometimes you do crazy things and um i've been trying to work it out i'm not saying it's the easiest thing in the world but I've been giving it a shot just because, you know, she uh, she's a really good person. And what does a a good woman uh, look like to Greg Rippo? Like what what are the qualities about her that, you know, make you want to be exclusive with her? You know, Um, she's the Paris model (laughs) and her name is Clay Mance and she's gorgeous. Let's see what his answer was. I think it's different for everyone. You know, I uh, for me, I I'm at a time in my life where. I really don't like going out that much um, and I want to be able to kick with someone and I want to be able to have fun. And I think the most important thing of what I found with dating is I want to be able to compliment one of each other. I don't want to rely okay. on another person. Um, I want her to make me better in different aspects and vice versa. I want us to learn, grow every single day. Um, and I feel like that's rare to come by sometimes. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Greg, we get it. Oh, I have so many things. Take out the luggage. It's I time know, I to unpack. I honestly wanted to even like take notes while we were listening to that little segment because I feel like there are multiple things that I want to say. Also something to note too, we don't need to play the whole clip. But So in this clip, he says like he is dating and then he just like extra confirmed in another clip when he's talking about paradise for his friends. He very much made it clear that like he is not going to paradise. Like he is a taken man, not just like casually dating someone. Like, so he's really making it clear that like him right. and Clemens are in an exclusive relationship, not just like right. spending time together and talking. So that. Yeah. So all the questions that we've had in the previous weeks yes. still apply. Like, does Greg speak <laughs> French? Does he have an international phone plan? Well, now he, he has to. He has yeah. to. And, or I guess you can like FaceTime and you can like, if they both have iPhones, they can like text on the blue bubbles when they have Wi-Fi, you know? I'm just really confused how, like, the last time Clay Mance mm-hmm. came to New York, she was right. here for 24 hours. That does not a relationship yes. make. So how do they actually 
literally date. two things to that one i literally wrote that down that he specifically says lives in paris does not say like splits her time between new york and paris like it was very clear that like even though her instagram says new york and paris i it's pretty apparent that she spends the majority of her time there and then i thought also what was interesting about what greg said is that all of the things that he's looking for in a relationship are things that require you to like be together. You know what I mean? Like he wants to like stay in with someone and like hang out and and, like, that's great. I get those aspects of a relationship and why that can be great. But then a long distance lover is not for you because when you are together, you're like trying to make the most of your time. And it's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then most of the time you're not together. And so it's like, you should actually probably go out with your friends. You shouldn't just stay in by yourself if you don't have anyone to like hang out with, you know? Yeah, I'm afraid this is like Greg setting himself up for failure here. I really don't see this going the distance. And I think he's going to squander the opportunity to go to paradise to kick it with Clay Mens, who's in another country. And like, is Greg ever going to go to Paris to visit her? Or is he always going to be known as the boy that didn't go to Paris, (laughs) a la Lauren Conrad? Classic reference. I love that. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll go at some point. But um, I don't don't know. know, Maybe. Like, I'm sure he will. We, ha- we have not seen any evidence of him being in France at any point, but I'm sure he'll Daddy. like make a trip. It's just like, that's not an easy trip to casually make very often. It's not the easiest No, it's not. Commute. I mean, it's one that, you know what I mean? Like if, you, if someone's in New York and someone's in Boston, it's like, okay, you can drive. It's a really quick and cheap mm. flight. Or I don't know, like it's a whole separate country. You need to keep calling your bank to be like, hello, make sure my credit card works in this country or I need to take out some euros. Like it's just, it's more of a project to just like hop, skip across the pond, if you will. For sure. And I think she probably only comes to New York when she has a modeling job here. So if she has a lot of work booked in Paris, like she's not going to be coming here and visiting her, like now it's her boyfriend. We've been up in the air. There hasn't been confirmation from Greg up until now. Now we have confirmation so I restocked <laughs> Clemence's Instagram because it's now I look at it yeah. in a totally different light. And this is okay. what I found. So she has quite a few photos that have captions that definitely allude to the fact that she's like really mm. happy in a relationship. She has a photo of herself and the caption is, told my mom about you. <gasps> Greg liked that photo. <gasps> What's the photo of? Herself. All her photos are just to herself. But she told her mom about him he liked mm-hmm. it. There was another one, and it says, have you ever met someone who's the human version of the sun? And he liked that one, too. But Greg Grippo is the opposite of the sun. <laughs> That's true. Is that a joke? That's true. He's, he is, like... She clearly doesn't know him, Jackie. <laughs> that That's the thing. the thing. Like, right. she's only... In the 24 hours she spent with Greg Sadboy Grippo, she, he probably acted like the sun. Right. But in reality, he's the moon. And she just doesn't see that because she's here for 14 minutes and then she goes back to Penny. I know. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, we love, clearly, we talk about Greg Grippo all the time. We love no, Greg obsessed. Grippo on this podcast. But I would not say his essence embodies <laughs> the sunshine. Like, right. come on. Clements, spend a little more time with your mans. She doesn't know him. They're practically strangers. Yeah. Another thing, another step further, just my speculation I, I think Clay Mens is less in the relationship than mm, Greg mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. I think he's very into her, and I don't think she is. This is solely based on just me creeping, and this is the vibe I get. Because he likes pretty much every single one of her photos. There are definitely a few in between that he won't like. She likes none of his. Mm. And he's been posting quite a few thirst traps. And it just feels to me like, I don't know, she's the one in Paris. She's the model. She's... 
the reason why they're not together, I think. Yeah. And he is just a guy that was on a Bachelor show who makes TikTok videos with Andrew now. Like, what? what is he really doing? Sending flowers. Why so can't he go to Paris? That's honestly an incredibly go. valid point. Like, Greg Grippo, you don't have a real job that's tying you to New York. You could go to Paris like every other week if you wanted. Go move there. Yeah, literally go move there. Um, yeah, no, that's actually an amazing point. It doesn't have to be as long distancey because he's an influencer who can go be wherever. He's not like, um, sorry, Clements, I have this huge project. The boss is yeah, like I only down have my neck. 14 like, you vacation have- days. Like you actually have yeah. unlimited <laughs> PTO. <laughs> PTO. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do agree with you. I do think that it seems, well, because also to to be fair, Clemence is not getting on podcasts. That's not really like part of her industry. That's like more Greg's thing. But like Greg's the one going on all these podcasts being like, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. When did Clemence ever publicly post anything about Greg? Never. Does Greg speak French? No. I need to know. I am guaranteeing you absolutely not. Wait, you want to know something funny? This is random. For a while, he was influencing, like, it wasn't Rosetta Stone, but it was, like, some hmm. other, like, language learning thing. It was a That's long so time ago. Funny. It was a few months ago. But I specifically remember that that was, like, an a very strange ad, but maybe now not so strange. Maybe he was actually using it. I feel like that's just a coincidence, to be honest. Like, I don't think he's like, hey, guys, I'm learning French, and I want to teach my followers how to learn French, too. I just think it was a brand that, like, For sure, but I still think it's funny. It's totally funny. But, yeah, now that he's, like, openly confirming it, like, because he's kind of given hints here and there, the flower thing on Nick Vial's podcast, you know, other things here and there, maybe we'll actually get like an Instagram official photo together. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe they'll see each other. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> right. They'll actually be in human person together. Because like, what if they're, wait, hold on. What if they're having like phone sex, but she speaks French and he doesn't speak French. So she, he has to like Google translate everything oh she says. <laughs> I mean, that is a funny image, but she probably speaks English if she's going to New York a He's lot. like, hold on, baby. Let me put this through the translator real quick. <laughs> Um, well, we'll see. Well, I'm going to be watching for a few things. Will Greg be going to Paris anytime soon? Will they actually post a photo together or some sort, or even I'll even settle for like both posting pictures of a coffee with a similar background so that we know that they're hanging out, even though we don't see them. Um, so we will be, so you better believe. Yeah. Yeah. We will be keeping a very close eye on these two. Now that we have confirmation, it's like an adrenaline rush yeah, pretty much exactly okay moving on so last week we talked about how Jesse Palmer confirmed he is the new bachelorette host we are to believe that he is the permanent host on the show mm-hmm. now Caitlin and Tasha are gone so Caitlin and Tasha both removed co-host of the bachelorette from their Instagram bios because they both had that previously mm-hmm. however i looked on twitter and i just feel like they they just don't go on Twitter, so maybe they haven't updated it or something. But they both still have it on their Twitter oh, bios. Interesting. While creeping on Twitter, though, I looked at Caitlyn's likes, mm-hmm. and she likes a tweet that calls the producers toxic. Ooh. This is what the tweet says. And, like, I feel like she could be liking this tweet for other reasons, but I'll read what the tweet says. Okay. Someone writes, shout out to Caitlyn Bristow for giving the cast of The Bachelor a chance to tell their own narrative. We all know how toxic Bachelor Nation producers are. That was on March 10th. Oh, and this is, I guess, in reference to her having Clayton on her podcast. I I don't know what this is in reference to. I think that is because she did have Clayton on, I think it was before the finale, but after his fight with Susie. So obviously people were not 
big Clayton fans. I'm kind of shocked that they would let Clayton go on Caitlin's podcast if those were the kinds of questions she was going to ask. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just saw some clips, but they did really kind of get into the nitty gritty of it where she was kind of like, okay, but like, did someone tell you this? Or like, did they set this up this way? And so it, it gave Clayton like a platform to kind of share his side. Right. I am a little shocked that she would like a tweet that references the Bachelor producers as toxic, though. I am sure she read the beginning that says, shout out to Caitlin mm-hmm. for giving so-and-so a chance. And she's like, oh, thanks. It's a supportive tweet. But if you read the rest of it, like, that's weird to me. Yeah, well, I do. And I do think these people think about the things that, like, I think some of us, we're just living our lives and just, like, double tapping kind of mindlessly sometimes. But if you're a very public person and your social media is very public, I think you think twice before tapping because people like us are going to be like dissecting this and be like, what does it mean? So I don't think this was like an accident by her just like maybe, yeah, like you said, reading the first sentence and being like, oh, someone's supporting me in my podcast. Cool. Um, I think she's trying to send us a message. (laughs) Do we think she thinks the producers are toxic? Yes. Really? So she said, she said before about her time on the show, she said she really believed that the producers were, wanted her to find love. Mm -hmm. Like they were very much true and genuine, but she's like, then I watched it back. And then I watched how like manipulated I was. And she was like laughing at herself because of how much she believed in the manipulation. So she's admitted in the past that she's, she knows how manipulative they can be. I'm just surprised now as someone that was just on the heels of being the host of the damn show. Yeah, but maybe that's how she saw even more so because now she's like on the other side of it. The host is more or less a producer. Um, I don't know. I don't think they were necessarily credited as producers, but back in the day, Chris Harrison was credited as a producer. So it was very much like the host was a part of this sort of manipulation. I mean, you can, you can even see it behind Chris Harrison's eyes. Like he is asking questions in a way to kind of push people to do certain things and has an agenda. So maybe being a host actually opened her eyes a little bit more to it. But at the same, I think it's tricky though, because on one hand, it's a great opportunity for her. It's great exposure. She has a life in the entertainment industry. So of course she's going to take that gig and probably wanted to keep it. But at the same time is like, "Mm, I'm becoming part of the problem. I don't know. I mean, obviously we'll Mm. never know until she comes on our podcast and tells us, but. Obviously. So moving on. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is relevant, but I think this is just more fueling the whole narrative of even when Taisha left Bachelor Happy Hour. I think there is something that went down that caused them to cut ties with the franchise. But then why would they have Caitlin back on the whatever episode she was back on? Like the after the final, what was well, she Well, she on? probably to finish the season, right? Because wasn't that just, like Taisha wasn't there because of COVID, quote unquote. No, no, sorry. I'm talking about this season. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, she Clayton's. hosted a date, right? Or something like that? And No, but I'm talking about literally like two episodes ago that she came out on stage with a bunch of other Bachelor alumni. She did? Remember? This season? Yeah, with Cassie and Claire. Oh, yeah, she was there. She was right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think that she's, I don't think there's bad blood between these two. I think this was probably a, I didn't realize that this tweet also called them toxic, but she probably deep down does think she's, they're toxic, but she doesn't want to outwardly bash them either because she wants to. At least stay in good graces. Yeah. Yeah. On the off chance that like Jesse Palmer dies, you know, well, I did want to say dies. (laughs) We're just kidding. Guys, do not yell at us in the comments. We're not wishing death on Jesse Palmer. If he loses his voice, like indefinitely, yes. you know, it, a permanent case of laryngitis. Yeah. Right. Then she's, she wants to be the next one called. And yeah. I don't think she's going to 
burn her bridges that way, but... So we'll see. I guess only Caitlyn knows, so moving on. Okay, so... This past week has been all about Clayton and Susie on their social media tour, sharing their love because they can finally tell, sing it from the rooftops that they are in love. And everyone is talking about this video that Clayton and Susie shared. It is like a montage Mm -hmm. of clips of the past four months that they spent together. I took the montage to be like, uh, it reminded me of like food porn. A lot of sexy dancing, a lot of like feeding each other. I guess because when you're hiding out because you can't be in public, like literally the only thing to do is have sex and eat. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I can like reenact the video and it would be really a really funny reenactment because they're, I don't know. Please re- wait, Whatever. you can't just throw that out there and then backtrack. Reenact, please. I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make one. I'll make oh, a video. Oh, oh, but there's okay. just a lot of food eating and it's oh, yeah. to like sexy music and they're like gyrating while they're like eating pasta. And I'm like, okay guys, cool. However, <laughs> in the video, it flashes a bunch of photos at one point. And one of the photos, Clayton is in bed, shirtless, being straddled by Susie, who's choking him. Yes. Thoughts, Jackie. Oh man, so many thoughts. Well, when I first, well, first off, I got this sent to me by a friend. I had seen the video and the picture flashes so fast. I didn't catch it at first. Friend sent this to me and was like, wait, what the fuck? So then of course I had to go back to this TikTok. I'm like, how is this real? How did they, how did this like creep its way into the video? And my only answer for that is like, clearly it wasn't an accident. Like at first I was like, wow, this like snuck its way into their whole folder of favorites. That's all the videos and photos of them on their phones that they were uploading to TikTok. But, um, like a subliminal message, like they want us to see the photo, but you don't like, remember you saw the photo. Yeah. You know, remember like subliminal messages? Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but like, what are they trying to tell us? Things that I don't want. We to... fuck. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I knew that, like, I don't want to know that Clayton's like into being choked. I didn't need to know that. Yeah, I'm filing this photo under things I never needed to see and don't want to see again. However, uh, so this video made its rounds, and or this photo, rather, made its rounds. People were freaking out about it, and Clayton responds. And you know how, um, I don't know how to explain it. You know when you do the text, like, capital lowercase, capital lowercase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, like, insinuating that you're, like, being sarcastic or, like, yeah, doing the way you say it is. <laughs> Okay, so this is what he tweeted. We literally know nothing about this guy. Well, now you do, is what he responded. (laughs) Implying, you guys said you didn't know anything about me, but guess what? I like to be choked. Yeah, but like, that's not the thing I wanted to know. Like, Clayton, let's start with like, what's your job, dude? No one knows your job. (laughs) No one knows a lot of things about you. Top of the list was not, are you into being choked? (laughs) pretty much every single thing that Clayton has revealed about himself I have not wanted to know (laughs) that's true never forget Clayton's quarters oh yes okay I was just gonna pull up the title so you guys can find it let me give you one sec if you guys want to go back there was a really funny time that Jackie and I went through a 25 things about Clayton like 24 of them are bizarre yeah and that episode's called Clayton's quarters and Ben's besties go check it out if you haven't listened to it because like the stuff that he's revealed about himself, it's just weird. They're crazy things. Yeah, no, it's a hilarious list. Um, yeah, definitely revisit that. Because this was published in a magazine. I think like Us Weekly or like a real magazine was yeah. like, here's 25 facts about Clayton, but they were insane. But I will say all those 25 facts, I wanted to know more than this one. I didn't want to know about the choking. You wanted to, you would rather know that Clayton swallowed a quarter yes. 
than that he gets, he likes to get choked I in vain. I think. I mean, wouldn't you? I, I would rather erase all of this <laughs> from my memory, to be honest. I just don't get why they, why that slipped in. Clearly they don't care. I mean, there was also photos of Susie like on the toilet in this montage. Yeah. So it's like, clearly they're, they just like don't care. They're very open about being open in sharing parts about their lives. It's not what I would share personally in my montage, Wait, but sure. For the people that haven't seen the Susie on the toilet, it's not just her on the toilet. It's her on the toilet and Clayton two feet away from her taking a selfie of the two of them. <laughs> so they have like, that's that's a totally different picture that we're painting and here. It's just like, you know, I get how like there are times in a relationship where you get very comfortable and like someone's using the bathroom and someone's brushing their teeth and you know, it's just like whatever, you're in and out of the same place. But why is it time to take a selfie? Like, babe, you look so good right now on the toilet. Like, let's snap a photo. What is the thought process? Why would you want that on your phone? When nature calls, you gotta go. I No, I understand that, but you didn't need, but why <laughs> is the picture being taken? I understand Clayton and Susie in the same room while Susie's going to the bathroom. I don't understand the, let's take a selfie of this right now. But they're at the point now in their relationship where they feel they need to document everything. And I actually feel like it's not the greatest habit to get into as a new couple. They, there was an Instagram video that they posted or a story, so it's no longer live. But the other day they were out to dinner and they're both filming each other the whole time. And I'm like, guys, like, yeah. why don't you go have a conversation? Like, don't live for us, live for yourself. Amazing point. Amazing advice. You should tell Clayton that. It's, should I you should text be him? Like a therapist? Yes. Oh my God. Mental health counselor, Stephanie Parker. Yeah. Move over Taylor Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Bachelor Nation already has one of those, I guess, but. Okay. Wait. So keeping in line with this like weird, sexy theme, Susie posted her obligatory people photo shoot on her Instagram. Someone I saw like turned it into an Old Navy ad. Like they put the Old Navy logo over it yeah. because it totally looks like an Old Navy ad. Like they're pillow fighting and Clayton's wearing a yellow and white striped t-shirt, which like, why would you ever wear that? However, she posted a series of photos. They're super cute, super in love and happy. And then I noticed something. Clayton commented on the photo and said, my tag placement, laugh, cry emoji. So I'm like, where did she tag him? So I'm looking first picture, no tag, second picture, no tag, third picture, no tag, fourth picture. You just see like Susie's like upper thigh where it meets like his upper thigh and that's where she tagged it. Sexy. Uh, I just, it is very interesting to me. I don't know if interesting is even the right word, but something to discuss that a big point of contention in their relationship was how much Clayton hmm. likes to fuck and the fact that he was fucking other people. And now they seem to be so overtly sexual and I just find that interesting because on the show like Susie was taking like a more conservative approach she was like I don't want you to be sleeping with other people if you do like I'm gonna go and now they're like we fucking choke each other and like let me tag you on my thigh and we <laughs> pee and poop in the same room it's just like I don't know it's like night and day to me you know yeah, it's a big, it's a big change. Yeah. But I guess they're like exclusively overly sexual. And I guess that was Susie's like main issue. Right. It wasn't really the sex. It was the- She's like, I don't have an issue with your fucking. I just want you fucking me. So if you're going to choke someone, it <laughs> just, just needs to be me. Please exclusively choke me. But right. people are making um, a point with Susie's like jujitsu background. Like she's definitely the one always doing the choking, you know? Sure. You know, whatever Clayton's into. Yeah. I think she's the dom in that sitch. Well, good on you, Clayton. <laughs> good on you. 
Moving on. So ABC, well, the Bachelor ABC Instagram page released a deleted scene from Clayton's season, and it's the typical scene where the Bachelor meets with Neil Lane and has Mm -hmm. a stupid conversation. However, he gets the ring. He tells Neil Lane it's for Susie and that he wants to propose, but... I remember, because I made a meme about this, he's wearing that heinous orange turtleneck sweater. He wore that sweater on a date with Gabby. So unless he literally wore this heinous sweater twice, which there's no way they do that because they have a stylist that has an outfit for every single scene. Were you looking at rings way earlier than you said you were? Yeah, wait, so when... Or is this like an editing fail? When was the date with Gabby that you're referring to? On... March 8th, I tweeted, he's going to be having lots of sex this week, so naturally let's entice the women by dressing him in this bright orange turtleneck sweater. He's going to be having lots of sex, meaning this is prior to the fantasy suite. Right. On the same sweater he's wearing, he's meeting with Neil Lane, saying it's Susie, and choosing a ring. Now, unless the stylist ran out of sweaters to put him right. in, he, he looked at rings for Susie prior to the fantasy suites? That doesn't make sense. There's a definitely an editing mistake here. I don't know, though, because prior to... It's the same sweater. No, I agree agree with you 100%. And I'm saying prior to Fantasy Suites, like in the beginning of that episode is when he says for the first time, I love Susie the most. So maybe there was some sort of consideration at that time. This is so crazy that he could have potentially chosen a ring for Susie before the fantasy suites. And then proceeded to have sex with the other two girls. And tell them he loves them. That seems a bit far-fetched now that I think about it. But I don't know. But then what, what's the other answer? But also maybe he just really liked the sweater and wore it twice. He, it's, he doesn't get to choose. Yeah, no, I know. He gets dressed. And this sweater looks itchy as fuck. Yeah, it does not look comfortable. You guys tell us yeah, what I you don't think. Know. Because I'm, I'm at a loss and I think we've really cracked something here someone commented on the instagram why would you guys have him rewear the hideous orange turtleneck from gabby's date so people are remembering no one's putting seems to be taking it another step further though if he wore it on gabby's date and he's wearing it when he's meeting with nail lane why are we not putting two and two together that that was the same day does he just really love this sweater no well, he might. No one loves an orange turtleneck sweater that much. Maybe Clayton. We don't know his tastes. But no, I think you're on to something. Something to dig a little deeper into. If anyone has any theories, please feel free to share it. Yeah. I want to know I am a little what people stumped, think. But I do think there's something here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we beat that one to death. So moving on. Nick Vial. He's releasing a book. It's coming out later this year. And I... I'm so here for this because he's taking a different approach as opposed to every other Bachelor person who has been doing the same thing lately with these books. He's writing a relationship book, like a relationship advice. Yeah. It's basically called Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday and Other Advice on Love, Sex, and Dating. So that's essentially what it is. It's a dating, love, sex advice book by Nick Vial. I will say though, when he started like his podcast and decided his brand was like, I'm giving people advice on dating. This was back when he was single. And I'm like, Nick, what gives you the right to give everyone else advice on dating when you're like, you're known for being someone who was on this show several times and it never worked out. And then now you've been single for so long, whatever. But then now he is with Natalie. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess he is good at dating because he found someone, they they clearly both are obsessed with each other. They seem really happy. But I'm like, what makes you a dating expert? Just because now all of a sudden you conveniently are in a happy relationship. 
I actually think he's great at relationship advice. He's very blunt, and I think women appreciate hearing from him because, like, he'll give the guy's point of view, and that's lacking. When women are asking for advice, they they go to their friends who maybe like Nick will say like no he's not texting you back because he doesn't like you, and that's I actually said on social media that this book reminds me of a modern day he's just not that into you which in my day when I was like twenty one mm-hmm. that's what I read and that book like changed my life like it and. Uh, not to be dramatic, but like it really opens your eyes to like you should not be giving guys all the power when you're dating. Totally. And it seems like and like the the fact that the, the title is Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday, like I fucking love that. Like that is such a good catchy title. And it's so true because there's so many girls who are like, oh, I'm just gonna text him happy birthday. Like it's not a, it's it's his birthday. It's not a big deal. Yeah, maybe, maybe see how he's doing. But like, no, you shouldn't. And I think Nick is qualified because he may not be a successful dater. Like, his track record isn't that successful. But he's been around the block more than a few times, and I feel like he has tales to tell. And he's dated a lot of women, too. I don't know. Like, Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I just have found his dating advice. Initially, I found it, like, good, but then it just became repetitive. Because the answer is always ignore him. He doesn't like you that much don't text him. Like, Mm -hmm. that's always the answer. And that, like, I guess people need to hear that, like, more than once. But after a while, it's like, what more can you say on that? Yeah, you should only be giving people attention that prioritize you. That's the end of the book. It's one sentence. (laughs) Just kidding. End scene. I do applaud him, though, because he is totally carving out this niche for himself that now he's not just the bachelor guy he is a love dating relationship guy he made that into his podcast he now has a book that supports that that's now his thing no that was smart that is smart and i think he's good at that he could have easily given a tell-all which i would have loved that would have been fucking amazing i guess i'm just curious to see what's going to be in this book that i have not heard on the first three episodes of his ask nick podcast Mm -hmm. because i did listen to it at first i did think it was a good idea and i enjoy his podcast and i enjoy a lot of his interviews but after a while i don't listen to the dating advice ones because i find them incredibly repetitive i'm like i don't care so i guess i'm just like Mm -hmm. how do you fill a book with new stuff i'm curious to see or maybe he'll share some of his own stories that could be kind of cool like you said he clearly has a lot yeah so i don't know i'm open to the idea i'll entertain it i won't read the book but maybe i'll listen to the audiobook do you think he'll narrate it i'm sure yeah that's fun but now he's, yeah, he's cementing himself as a love expert, and it's kind of cute. Never did I think the guy that said to Andy, why did you make love with me if you weren't in love with me, would be years later telling women how they should date. And him and Natalie seem, like, honestly, the more I see of their relationship, really happy and a good match for each other. And, like, we didn't see it coming. I remember when they first started dating, we are like, really? Okay, she's so much younger than him. How, what is this? Like, is it? are we really going to take this seriously? But now we're like a year and a half, maybe even two years into this. And Natalie's even posting TikToks of like, can't wait to marry this man. They seem to have a cute little life together with their dog. Anytime mm-hmm. I've seen them in interviews, I'm kind of like, oh, I, I guess. Like, we, I was a hater at first, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? They're in it for the long haul, it seems. And they seem happy. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I even asked our BFF, Chris Souls, and I wouldn't be sharing this if I if this was like super personal, but I basically was just like, what's the deal with this? Like, mm-hmm. are they a facade? Like, I really wanted to know. And he's like, honestly, I've seen them. They're really happy. They seem really, really good together. And he's been hung out with them in person together. Yeah. So there so, you go. 
So I guess he is an expert at dating. He's in a happy relationship. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Good job. Good job, Nick. When it was announced that Gabby and Rachel's season was going to premiere in July, everyone's like, well, wait, what's going to happen with Paradise? Because Paradise usually airs over the summer. And we had no answers to that. Everyone just assumed Paradise was going to be canceled. People were freaking out. But Mike Fleiss has confirmed that's not the case. So basically the original tweet by the Batch Babes was, my reaction to the rumors that Paradise might be canceled. That's the only damn reason I put up with this franchise, hashtag The Bachelor. And it's that picture of Ben Affleck looking very sad. You know, the one it's like people you yeah. meme it all the time. And then Mike Fleiss responded saying canceled. No fucking way. Hashtag bachelor in paradise forever. So what are they doing then? Because like, theory, wh- and- I have a theory. I have a theory too. Okay. I have one. Okay. Sing it to me. Sing it to me, Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is, you know how sometimes they like to oversaturate with bachelor content. Yes. I think there is a chance that they will air Gabby and Rachel's season in conjunction with Paradise. All on ABC? Like, Monday night, Gabby and Rachel. Tuesday night, Bachelor in Paradise. They did that with Winter Games. And I guess we Winter are Games. used to having Paradise be two nights. And, like, I would commit to the two nights. Right. I mean, it's not the it's not the craziest theory. Bachelor Winter Games aired alongside whatever season that was. Yeah, I think, was it Ari's or no? Uh, it was around that same I time. No I don't remember. It might have been the Becca's even. Ari, it may have been after Ari. Ari actually went on, I believe, and was a guest oh. judge on that season. So maybe it was right after or something. I remember it being similar time. Yeah, it, so that didn't air on its own. That aired, like, whatever Bachelor season it was, and then Winter Games aired the next day. So it's not that crazy. That's not that crazy. I've also heard people say on the internet that maybe Paradise would come out on a streaming service like Hulu, and they would just binge it like Love is Blind. Because Love is Blind has been so successful, they're kind of, like, taking a, a page out of that book. And huh. ABC, a.k.a. Disney, has a majority stake in Hulu. It's basically... Them. Really? Oh, this that's a really interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Because it goes on Hulu anyway, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the next day. I think people are saying like they release it like how they do Love is Blind. Well, this Love is Blind, they did it kind of weird. They released some episodes and then they would continue releasing them every week. But in the past, it's just been like a one season dump binge thing. Oh, I didn't know that about Love is Blind because I when I binged it, mostly it was they out. were out. Yeah. So it was so nice for me. Like, don't you feel like when you're done with the series, whatever series it is, you get like that, like depression. Yeah, of course. Not depression. No, but, like, no, you get that, like <laughs> post series yeah. sadness. I feel like sad boy, Greg, mm-hmm. when my, whatever show I'm watching is over after I've binged it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have that after love is blind. So I don't know. I mean, they're not I saying I honestly no. think both of these, yeah, both are possible. I think both of these theories are very much possible. Both would mean that paradise is in fact coming. I just like would be shocked if they got rid of Paradise because I think every single person that watches this franchise can unanimously agree Bachelor in Paradise is the best show out of the whole franchise. Find me someone who's like, no, actually, I like The Bachelorette. No, actually, I like The Bachelor. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like you would say that you like The Bachelor. I feel like you like The, the Bachelor a lot. <laughs> I do like The Bachelor. I like Bachelor in Paradise, but I think The Bachelor, like the male lead, because I like women. No, I get that. Fighting. I get that. <laughs> Um, but I still, I like Paradise the most. I think like I would maybe would have given up on this franchise a while ago if it weren't for Paradise because I like knowing everyone's stories going into it. It's like way more comedic. I like the editing. I don't know. But what I fun. don't want, I, what I don't want is just to watch Clayton's season again. 
Like, I feel like they're going to put, like, 17 girls from Clayton's season on the beach to date 17 boys from Katie's yeah. or Michelle's season, whoever it is. Those people are fine, but, like, can we please mix in some OGs? I get that. And hopefully they do mix in some OGs. Like, I would love to yeah. see Chris Souls. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't think he'd be into it, but he would be a good well, one. Well, we flat out asked him, and he's like, well, it depends if it's harvest season. Yeah. Imagine having to plan your whole life around the harvest. Yeah. Do you know that I, when I was texting him to share the video or whatever it was, the, the promo interview that yeah. we did with him, the promo, I, I literally wrote him and I said, stop planting corn and go share the video. Yeah, perfect. He needs to. Yeah. You got to be blunt. You just got to be blunt. The corn can wait, people. Seriously. Also, hashtag corn giveaway. Has anyone entered? We need to. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Speaking follow of. Follow me. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. Follow Chris Souls to enter for the corn giveaway. You'll get a box of fresh corn. Sweet corn specifically, according to Chris, because right. that's the good kind. Right. Hashtag corn giveaway. Mm-hmm. All right. I all think right. that's all of our creeps. Those are all the creeps we have this week. If you creep on your favorite stars and you find something creep worthy, send it on over to She's All Batch, and we may talk about it in next week's episode. All right, it's time for Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor alum in the wild, and we read it on air. So first, which one do I want to do first? All right, so this first one is about Luke Pell. Okay. We've had him on the show before, famous I was going to say friend of the show, Luke Pell, but not everyone can be friend of the show. But <laughs> Not everyone's a friend. Just because you come on the show does not mean we're friends. No, yeah. I, I like Luke. But we like, no, we like him, I know. But <laughs> I can like people I'm not friends with intimate friends sure he's no thoughts but okay anyway obviously uh okay so this person writes hi love your podcast i just remembered a bachelor encounter i had back in 2016 i lived in nashville and it was a halloween party i ran into luke pell i don't remember much from the encounter other than he was there with a woman who looked like a supermodel and i was dressed up as a marshmallow he was really (laughs) nice to me and told me i've always wanted to take a picture with a marshmallow I think this was around the time there were talks about him being the next Bachelor. Anyway, just wanted to share the encounter. Here's the photo. And she actually shared the photo of him. And she's dressed as a marshmallow. Yeah, but what is he dressed as? That's what I want to know. He is. Let's see. What is he? He's dressed as a guy wearing a white t-shirt and a black backwards hat. So not a really good costume. Really good costume. (laughs) Then she goes, by the way, the reason I was dressed up as a marshmallow is because I was part of a s'more. And then she sent two graham crackers, a Hershey's kiss or Hershey's whatever. And, and the marshmallow. Love it. Wait, how's her marshmallow costume? Is it just like a, like a pillowy white? Like, how do you make, how do you be a marshmallow? Or do you just wear all white? She's, she has a pillowy white, like belly and a, and a pillowy white hat. Okay. Nice. She has something on her stomach. It's it's kind of hard for me to describe this. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I get the. It's gist. a great. Mar- it's a very <laughs> realistic marshmallow. Mm-hmm, and you know what? Mm-hmm. If I'm ever going to run into Lupel on the street, I hope one day I'm dressed as a marshmallow because he's clearly very receptive to it. That's what you'd want to be wearing if you ran into yes. him. Of all the outfits you could wear in the whole world, a marshmallow costume. Okay, sure. Clearly. I'm also like. I mean, maybe Luke Pell is a costume that we don't recognize and like we just don't get it. But I, biggest pet peeve in the world, people who go to Halloween parties and don't dress up. Like, who do you think you are? My, I have another Halloween pet peeve. Funny that Mm -hmm. you bring up Halloween pet peeves. Okay. When someone has a costume that needs to be explained. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Like, just be someone that you don't have to explain. Or do it so, like, okay, for example, 
if you're a character from a show, but that character doesn't have staple pieces of their mm-hmm. everyday look, so you can't tell who they are. Like, if you're going to be a character from a show, be like Doug Funny, because you probably don't you probably don't know Doug. <laughs> Funny, Dude, do I know I know I know Doug Funny. Okay, yes, of course. But I mean, like an, a character that has like an outfit that you know. Don't be Monica Geller. And just be like, oh, look, I'm wearing I don't know. I clothes. disagree, especially with the Monica situation, especially if you had a whole group of friends and you were all different friends characters. I think that could be cute. I think it's I think you get like two sentences max for explaining because, you know, it's not everyone else's fault. If like if you're a character from a show and someone doesn't know the show or whatever. But if you have to like really be like, oh, I was that guy from that TikTok one time and it, like, it, no, enough. Yeah. Two sentences. What's the log line? And then we'll be like, oh, okay, it's from a show. Okay, cool. You know? Maybe Luke was dressing up as the guy who was supposed to be The Bachelor until ABC fucked him over. That's what he looks like in this picture. That's exactly what he looks like in that picture. So uncanny, the resemblance, yeah. honestly. So spot That's on. That's funny. Moving on. This person writes, so LT from Michelle's season comes to my work. Now, LT was someone that was sent home early on, but I definitely remembered the name. So Google him if you need a face to this story. Yeah, I need a Google. Okay. Go ahead. I'll give you a minute. (laughs) No, it's fine. Okay. So LT from Michelle's season comes to my work. He's a condescending asshole. (gasps) Oh, no. If we don't do exactly what he wants, he'll laugh in our faces. It's not my fault you forgot your card yesterday, you dingbat. Came in between 6 and 7 a.m. this morning with a much older looking woman. Wait, what's, so where does she work? I think I responded and she said, I don't want to, I don't want to say because then it's going to be obvious. No, which I understand, but like what type of job? Is she like a server at a restaurant or does she work at like a store or? Okay, so I wrote, what place of work is it that he would forget his card? And she said, I don't want to say much more because I can get in a lot of trouble, but basically he he forgot his rewards card yesterday. So he wanted one point added today and had a little man tantrum when he couldn't. I'm going to guess it's Starbucks. People love their Starbucks rewards. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, it's 2022. You don't have that shit on your phone. Like, come on. You um, missed that this Bachelor encounter ended with a perfect random fact. What? He came in between 6 and 7 a.m. this morning with a much older woman. What, what's the fact? The 6 to 7 a.m. or older woman? Because I'm like, oh, 6 and 7 a.m. That furthers my Starbucks theory. Because like, oh, that's when you would go to Starbucks. There you go. Like, you're, you don't go to many places at like 7 a.m., you know? Well, I thought this could be a gym. You forgot your oh, car. Oh, or that too, yeah. You're checking in. Maybe there's some sort of rewards thing, but not really at gyms. Well, yeah, at a gym, you don't have a rewards. That yeah. that furthered the story that this is probably Starbucks. But regardless, he threw a man tantrum. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for man tantrums. No. I just like, I, I don't like when people, well, first off, don't be rude to like, random people who are just like doing their job and like working at a place like who- you dang bat um but it's like dude it, that, if you forgot your card that's on you that's no one else's fault you have no one to blame but yourself no one to blame but yourself lt so he goes into this place a lot is kind of what she's implying i mean the fact that she's like if if you don't do exactly what he wants to laugh in our face okay this is starbucks <laughs> we are making an executive decision this is Starbucks. i mean it could be any other we're not hobby. actually i don't want this right. person to get mad we're not actually saying it's starbucks this is yeah we have guessing. no idea we're literally just guessing um could be dunkin donuts for all we know the possibilities are endless it could be Audrey's coffee shop. Probably. <laughs> but he laughs in people's faces <laughs> when they like make him the wrong latte. 
Yeah, That's I guess. Absurd. He's like, I said almond milk. Yeah, like, go make it yourself at home then. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I just don't like when people are mean, especially, like, unnecessarily. Because we don't know what this establishment is, if it's Starbucks or a gym or any, literally anything else, a car wash. But nothing's that serious. It's, like, it's not a hospital. No one's dying. So. Wait, I also think it's, like, he'll laugh in our face if you don't do exactly what he wants. Like, why not just say like, oh, hey, I actually wanted it with almond milk instead. Right, that would like, be the normal human response. Would be, just like, be like, oh, hey, sorry, actually, I asked for this. How does that go down? This is whole milk, I said almond milk, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I know, like laughs in their face. It's probably, because she said he's a condescending asshole, it's probably a, I said this was supposed to be almond milk. <laughs> it's not like a laugh, it's like a condescending yeah, like, uh, oh, like, how hard is it to get it right? It's like, yeah, oh, kind of hard. Like, do it yourself. Then. Like, do it yourself. Stay home. Make it at home. I don't know what to tell you. Quit throwing man tantrums. I know. We do not like. All right. Well, but glad to know. Avoid LT at all costs. Well, well <laughs> according to this one person's encounter. Yes, 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 yes. Make, make your own assumptions. and Sure. Whatever. Sure, he's a lovely guy outside of his man tantrums. <laughs> outside of Starbucks, he's lovely. Okay. Moving on, this one's about Zach and Tasha. <gasps> ah! Wait, I'm excited, and I don't even know what it is. Ah! Okay, this is a, a lengthy one. Ooh, okay. This person writes, I met both Zach and Tasha through running events he held over the last year. He could have not been nicer, comma, more inviting to everyone who attended. He made it a point to go up to each person and introduce himself and ask about everyone's story. Not only uh-huh. that, but he remembered me from a previous event, which means he took the time to listen. Really, really sweet. Over all the times I've met him, he's come across as the most genuine, nice disguise I've ever met and is super passionate about what he does. His events are never about his time on The Bachelor, but connecting with people and making a difference to help people. That being said, I did meet Tasha too, and can also say she is also incredibly sweet. She was always very humble, and after the New York City Marathon, she spent her time with Zach and his friends, not other Bachelor alumni. When the news of their breakup came out, I was shocked because the night of the marathon, they were both very close and appeared that nothing was wrong. Huh. Yeah. I feel like that's not the first time we've heard someone who saw them around the time of the marathon and said that there was no reason for them to think that they would be breaking up soon. And they right. Really and what close. does that really even mean? Like, that could just be like they put on a Sure, front. of course. Like, you don't know what was actually You're not going to be like in their lives. Feuding during the New York City Marathon. <laughs> like, right. Screaming at each other. I know. I just, as much as it's like none of our business, I really just want to know like what went down in their relationship because I really thought they were in it for the long haul. I really thought they were like solid. Yeah. I really do like what this person says about Zach too because I feel like exactly how she describes him is exactly how he came off on the show. Yeah. Like really passionate about what he does, really just wants to help people, really dedicated to his career and what he wants to do Mm -hmm. with his life. And it's really nice to see that like that's actually how he is in person. Person. Totally. And we've had mixed reviews about them. And but recently, in recent bachelor encounters, the few recent ones we've had about them have been pretty good. Yes. And I will say, I feel like any of the ones that were less than positive about Zach and Tasha, it was always kind of linked to like some sort of public life, people asking to take pictures and they didn't want to, or the paparazzi guy, or like that was always kind of what it was related to. And I could get that that's not for everyone. I'm sure. Mm in that position, it it gets really awkward and intrusive real quickly. Sure. Yeah, and like, I mean, as always, we always say this 
guys, but just so you know, like take these with a grain of salt. Yeah. If there's a story that someone didn't have a positive experience, we don't think that means that person's bad. Right. Even if they throw man tantrums, you know, I've <laughs> Even thrown- if they make fun of people at Starbucks for making yeah, their Yeah, I mean, wrong. I've thrown my fair share of woman tantrums, but that doesn't mean that I'm a huge psycho bitch. Yeah, you exactly. Know. Everyone has <laughs> so, their moments. Like to yeah. be judged by your worst moment ever yeah. would suck. These are just short stories that we're sharing and these are these one person's specific experience. Yeah. So that's that. So that's that. Yeah. Those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to share, please DM me at She's All Batch and we may read it on next week's episode. Okay, so I told you guys on Instagram that we wanted to give a few shout outs to some small businesses this week and you guys flooded my DMs with so many amazing brands. I was so impressed by all of you. So here are just a few of the small businesses that we were super impressed by. First, if you want luxury handmade cookies, the half cookie on Instagram, oh my God, these cookies look so amazing. I would ask you to send me some cookies to sample, test them out a little bit, but you know what? I'm working on my summer bod. I don't think that's a good idea, but you guys need to check them out. They look so delicious. They offer local delivery and pickup through Boston, nationwide shipping, and they also do pop-up events. Check them out. Also check out Melrose Paper Crafting. That's their Instagram handle. They make home decor and gifts and they're so beautiful and unique and I was just really impressed by them. It's kind of hard to describe, so just definitely check out the Instagram. They have so many great photos that represent what they're able to do, but custom made, really, really beautiful. I also really like Sinead Cleary Jewelry, which has custom engraved necklaces and bracelets and sterling silver. They have really cute stocking rings and just a lot of really pretty jewelry pieces. And fun fact, if you guys remember a Bachelor Encounter from several weeks ago where a jeweler jeweler, I don't know how to say that word, but a jewelry company hired Brendan from Bachelor in Paradise um, to model the jewelry and then removed him from the website when he got that shitty edit on Bachelor in Paradise. That's this jewelry store. So it all comes full circle here on the She's All Batch podcast. Go check out Sinead Cleary Jewelry. We also have creativestrategies.com. That's creative with a K and no E at the end. They do SEO, websites, branding, social media planning, social media strategizing, and I can really respect someone doing the marketing game because that's kind of my field. So definitely check them out. They know what they're doing. And last but not least, if you are a mom and you're looking for a podcast, check out Boy Mom Meets Girl Mom, the podcast. You can go to boymommeetsgirlmom.com for more information. They are a hilarious podcast and they are big supporters of She's All Batch and they love The Bachelor franchise in general. So definitely check them out. I'm a mom myself. I know a lot of you guys are moms as well. So definitely check them out. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave a nice review if you like what you hear. And subscribe so that you, or follow whatever it is on the app that you are listening to us on so that you never miss an episode. Um, and also join our Facebook group. We have so much fun chatting with you guys. I love it. We do little polls of things that you guys want to keep hearing on the show, sharing of news in real time, um, lots of different discussions. And the link will be in the episode description. And we've become like a little community. I really like it. Everyone's super cool. And 
let's keep growing this family. It's been really fun. Everyone, if you're already in the Facebook group, tell a friend to join and then also tell another friend to listen to the podcast. I mean, that's, that's first and foremost. It'd be weird if you joined the group before the podcast. No, but I'm saying like, if you're already a listener, find it a non-listener and get them to listen to one episode. Oh yeah. Make that your mission for the week. Yeah. That's your homework. Love it. Okay. Our shout out of the week goes to Susan. She's in our Facebook group and fun fact, I went to high school with her. That's how she knows about the podcast through me, but she's listened to all of our episodes. She genuinely loves Uh us. And I just think that's so sweet that it's someone that I know. So Susan, what's up? We are so excited and happy that you're listening. She writes this. um, She wrote this in our Facebook group. She said, I was dying laughing at the corn conversation at the end of this week's podcast. Thank you for always keeping me entertained on my commute. Seriously, look forward to the pod every week. Been listening since the very beginning. Uh Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. you. Thank you. We love you. We love you so much. She also made a suggestion. um, She made a suggestion about our Clayton's Corner for next season. She said, how about instead of Clayton's Corner for next season, what about Rose Garden for Okay. Oh, yeah, I did see that comment. That's that's a contender. Yes. I mean, we did discuss Gabby's Garden at one point, but then that's before we knew there was going to be two. So we need to switch it up. Rachel threw whole wrench in this yeah so rose garden yeah and it's like roses because bachelor that could be cute i would like to hang out in a rose garden come hang out in the garden it's the rose garden (laughs) yeah we'll have to work we'll have to work on the arrangement um no it would it's a different melody we we can't just have oh okay clayton's corner is its own (laughs) song we have to write a new song for rose garden wait write a new song (laughs) if it was gabby's garden you don't think we would have just said it's gabby's garden (laughs) i think we We probably would have but But now now we're gonna Every single season is going to have a new song. We just have to. Okay. We have to use our creative feelings. We have to put I, it I into really work. enjoy that you're saying. I enjoy that you're saying we have to write a new song when you know the the lyrics to the song is just going to be it's and yeah. then the title. Of the yeah, segment. but it's a song. It's my favorite song, Clayton's Corner. It's my favorite, Clayton's Corner. Nothing is ever going to replace Clayton's Corner. Literally, Clayton's Corner is going to be number one on my Spotify Wrapped in 2022. <laughs> I mean, we got Chris Souls to sing it's Clayton's Yeah, it's corner, a so. popping song. Top 40 On hit. the charts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and with that. All right. Well, is I that think it? so. <laughs> All right. Bye, bitches. 